G'day, how are ya? It's Aiden Jones, you're listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday the 4th of January 2022. Fuck off. That's the date. Man. Oh, sorry. I have a, I had a little bit of granola in my cheek. Um, hope you guys are good. Let me have the first sip of tea on the podcast for the new bloody year. <laughs> How's I got a whole new mic set up for the pot? Like it just never ends, man. I in Adelaide, the old mic cable stopped working. As you, as fans of the podcast, will be very aware. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to go get an XLR cable and a USB to XLR thing. A thing. I'm going to go get a thing. And, um, you know, I bought said thing. Like in the music store that I went to, they were like, I was like, I do a podcast and so I want like a little setup. And uh, they were like, oh, yeah. And they gave me like this, (laughs) this like huge box. It's like as big as a router or like a like a medium sized book. Um and they were like, Yeah, what about this? And I was like, man, like, you know, I'm t- I'm lugging this. I don't want to lug this thing. And they were like, Oh, it's mostly box. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, Yeah, man, like the thing's not as big, like it's mostly box that's the size of it. <laughs> and they took it out. They were like, here, we'll open one up for you. They took it out and they were like, oh. <laughs> like, nah, that's pretty much the same size as the box. I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, just, I don't want to carry, like, I'm just trying to record a fucking stupid podcast that I make no money from and is not, you know, it's, I mean, it's barely necessary for what I do. It's just fun to have people come and listen to and, 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 and you guys are what make it all worth it for me. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not, this isn't integral to anything that I do. I just like doing it. And what would make me like doing it less would be if I had to carry around a fucking amp set up in my carry-on luggage every goddamn time I went traveling. So I was like, surely that's not the solution. Surely there is a smaller solution. And some old guy, he was like the older guy on the team, you know, he just kind of crawled out of the floorboards like he'd been in there for 20 years waiting for someone to... Oh, actually, sir, I think we uh, maybe have something for you. <laughs> and he pulled out this little fucking, it looks like a vape. It looks like I bought a little USB. How creepy are vapes, man? I am fucking terrified. Like, so many people in recent times have said to me in recent times, what am I, like I'm fucking chronicling the history of society. Ugh. So many people recently have said, you know, like everyone's vaping now. It just all of a sudden, when did that happen? When did it just go from like, I suddenly, I feel like smoking is fucking cool again. Smoking is like the vinyl. But like, 
if you're addicted, there's now there's like if you're a smoker, if you're smoking now, you're not addicted to nicotine. You just like smoking. It's like cigars or it's like a more of a boutique thing. Like if you're addicted to nicotine now, you're on the vapes. And as much as vapes don't make you smell bad, they're so much more fucked than smoking because they're just it gets you in so much deeper. The people who have tried to quit vaping, it's like they're when the hooks are in, man, you are fucking done because you can smoke it anywhere. You can't smoke on a plane. You can't vape on a plane and watch that turn around. That'll be fucking gone soon and you'll be allowed to vape on planes. Some for the vape lobby. The vape lobby will just buy the airline. <laughs> How long until that happens? How long... Until budget airlines let you vape on the thing. Because the whole reason that you weren't allowed to smoke is because smoking caused cancer and the secondhand smoke and whatever. And then the whole push in like whenever the 70s and 80s, I'm completely pulling figures out of my ass now. But the whole push, <laughs> as if I know anything about this. <laughs> the, the, the whole push when we figured out that smoking was bad and then they're like, all right, we're going to get smoking out of all these various public places because it's a it's a personal freedom issue and if someone next to you is smoking it's not your choice but you're facing the consequences of that but with vaping i mean we don't know we don't know what the consequences are that's the scariest thing about vaping isn't it it's like and if you vape right now and you're listening to this <laughs> you got to be fucking shitting yourself <laughs> <laughs> at what point did it become okay for a smoker to get cocky about someone else's health choices but that's where we're at because vaping is fucked we don't know what it is we don't do you know what it is what's vaping what is that you get some fucking juice and you put it in a computer <laughs> and you just breathe it in and it's fun and you can't stop the one that made me realize how how hectic it is was I was working with a guy and he was like talking about how he vapes now with this kind of helpless tone in his voice. And he was like, yeah, man, I went fucking, I went for a skate the other day. Maybe I've told this story on the pod before. It's like, I went for a skate the other day and I left the vape in the car. Like I just forgot it. And I cut the session short because I just couldn't go without the vape. It was like 45 minutes. So he, the way he said it, I cut the session short. He was so disappointed in himself. He's like, I love skating, but I just couldn't deal with the vaping all the way back in the car. So I just fucking, I just stopped skating and went to fucking suck my little computer. I mean, if this isn't proof that the computers are slowly but surely making us their slaves, you know, what is? You're addicted to to kissing a computer. <laughs> You know, in the past, it's like people stick needles into themselves, smoke out of a glass pipe, suck down cigarettes. Now you are making out with a computer. <laughs> That's what you're addicted to. <laughs> you're addicted to giving fellatio to a fucking calculator, you nerd. <laughs> <coughs> oh, now all the people vaping are like, yeah, that's right, smoker with your cough. 
Uh, I've been smoking more recently. I, pr- I shouldn't. I say I shouldn't, but that is, it, it contains within it the admission that I'm going to continue. I just am not. Uh, I'm, too, I'm too arrogant about it, man. I'm not addicted to nicotine. I know I'm not because I go days at a time without smoking or even really thinking about smoking. I'm talking about smoking right now, but I don't feel like a cigarette because it's early in the morning and I just I don't want one. I don't like smoking them in the morning. I like smoking them at night when I'm around people and I feel nervous and I want to quell the anxiety. That's when I like smoking. But it just feels cool. It's hot, you know, like it's te- the temperature, like the smoke is hot and it kind of burns when you suck it down your throat. Vaping doesn't feel like anything. It just smells like a candy shop. It smells like you're trying to attract kids is what it does. Um. yeah, I don't know, man. I don't like vaping. I just don't like how insidious it feels. I see how it, I, I, I see like, the, I, no, I, you know what? I actually don't know that much about the process of it. And I, I feel like in my head, I like I see people vaping and I just feel sorry for them in a way that I don't feel sorry for people who smoke because smoking's cool. That's the thing. There's no... There's just not enough pop culture references and and icons who vape to have made it cool yet. But when you think of smoking, you think of all the cool people in all the films you've ever seen who smoke and you're like, yeah, man, smoking's cool. It's hot. It's sophisticated. It's tough. It's sexy. And then what's vaping? Just like, yeah. Anyway, I've got to get off this topic. I'm I'm not uncovering any new ground here. Because you guys all know that vaping's for fucking losers. We all know it. Everyone knows it. Some sales technique. We all know it. All your neighbors know it. Everyone in your area knows it. Your boss at work, he knows it. He's known it for years. (laughs) I used to have a sales job and those little, they call the guy in my old sales job when I was 21, he used to call it Jones Theory as if it's like some scientifically tested it's jones theory it's people always want what their neighbors have and we use that to sell people electricity hey mate your neighbors have got a toaster you're going to be the only one on your street without a toaster (laughs) so we would that that was the the whole thing was like if you when you rock up when you because we used to door knock it was door-to-door sales so you knock on someone's door and you and you go, hey, <laughs> I can't, what was the opening? It was like, hey, uh, sorry to interrupt. My name's Aiden. I'm here from Alinta Energy. I'm just here to talk to you about your power bill. Can you um, uh, grab us your power bill, your last power? Something like that. You just go, or maybe you would go, I can't remember how you're supposed to start. You're supposed to like take control, but you're also supposed to let them feel like they're in control. So you ask them how they are, how's their day going. But if you ask someone how their day's going, they immediately have the ability to just go, nah, sorry, mate. But if you make a request of them to do a yes or no, then uh, it's like more for, like if you, if you go, hey, how are you? They could go, fuck off, mate. But if you go, uh, could, I just need you to grab your power bill, please. You've asked them to do something. So, I don't know. What the fuck am I talking about, man? 
<laughs> I just zoned out then. How are you guys doing? I hope you're doing good. I hope you had a nice New Year's, huh? <sighs> I had a fantastic New Year's, to be honest. Oh, that's what I was talking about. The last bit, the solution to my USB fucking XLR cable is now when I plug it into the computer, there's a little humming sound, which you probably can't hear because I've edited it out with like noise cancellation. Edited it out with noise cancellation on Audacity, but it's there. Trust me, it's fucking there. Um, yeah, anyway, how's your New Year's? Did you have a nice New Year's? Did you go to the party? Oh, did you go party? Did you go hang out with your mates? Did you break the rules? Did you comply by the COVID safe guidelines as laid out by your relevant state government? Because um, I did. I don't actually know what the rules are anymore, to be honest. What are the rules? I was in South Australia for two weeks. I was in Sydney for a week. Now I've come back to Melbourne. It's been three weeks and I don't know what the rules are. I'm walking into venues. I don't have a mask on. Some places care. Some places make you put your mask on. I don't know. Everyone's getting COVID. COVID. Everyone's getting the COVID. How long is it going to be before we all just get... Like, I'm really waiting for the fucking other penny to drop here. The other penny to drop? The other shoe to drop. The penny to drop. The other shoe to drop. The hammer to fall. I'm just waiting for the... fight. You know, I just... I don't... There's a lot of people being cautious and I get I understand that but I just can't live my life you know like I can't be going around and not doing stuff just because of the chance that you might get this thing it's like terrorism you know if we don't keep going about our lives then the terrorists win and they want to engender fear and sow doubt and distrust in our society um and I guess the virus doesn't have that same agenda. It just wants to live its life and be happy just like anyone else. But I'm not going to change my life. I'm not going to not do gigs. I'm not going to not see people. I'm just going to fucking keep doing what I do and uh, and trying to make the right choice. Who am I saying this to? Why am I defending myself? Maybe I feel a little bit guilty that some people seem to be taking more precautions than me. I think that's what it is. Some some people seem to be taking more precautions than me and it feels like they're being sensible, but I don't want to do that. So rather than just accept that I'm making a more dangerous decision, I'm trying to defend my... <laughs> I'm like, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to do it like this. And if you don't like that... That's <laughs> because I feel guilty. I feel guilty. New Year's, man. This New Year's, I really didn't... Um, oh, actually, maybe I want to... I mean, I'll, I'll just say this. I've got some gigs coming up. Maybe I'll announce it. Maybe I'll talk about the gigs at the end. But if you're in Melbourne, uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, at the Grace Darling, the 5th of January, is actually full. Uh, I'll talk a bit about how I'm selling the tickets after... But um, know that there are no more tickets left for that one. But I've just uh, organised a new show, which I'm about to put on sale after I record this at the Noble Experiment on Smith Street on Friday, the 7th of January, which is a trial show again for my new show, Passing Time. Um, so yeah, very excited about that. Tickets will be up for that probably Tuesday afternoon. If you listen to this when it comes out, they're probably already up or maybe I've been lazy and not put them up but I, I reckon I'll have them up by like just after lunch and they will be free if you message me on Instagram 
message me, tell me how many tickets you want, and I'll hook you some free tickets. Um, all right, so New Year's is, uh, I guess, like Christmas, like I was talking about the other week. It's just a, it's fraught. It's emotionally fraught, isn't it? As a time, there's a lot of pressure. I've often denied the existence of that pressure. Um, I think because I don't want to let myself feel, you know, the pressure that there is. But there is. It's just a lot of pressure for it to be a great night. And I've always loved it because um, it's just one of those nights that everyone kind of gets behind. But last year with my ex, um, what I actually wanted to do was go out. Oh, my God. Why am I so tired? What I actually wanted to do last year was go out with my ex, just me and her, and do MDMA on a hill, you know, and just spend the time with her. That's what I had wanted to do in my heart. But there was something telling me, last year especially, because I was just, I, I, I feel like I was just in a bit less of a secure place emotionally, and I was just, something was telling me that I had to be around, you know, all of my friends from stand-up, and... uh I kind of I kind of ignored the thing that was really calling out to me that I really wanted to do um in favor of this this thing that I felt like I should do for some reason <clears throat> the person who I kind of felt that I should be or or wanted myself to be rather than the person who I actually was in that moment because I just wanted to spend time with my at the time with my girlfriend but uh you know, I just, I don't know what, it, what was it? It was just like wanting to prove to myself that I was a part of this group of friends, which I know I am a part of. And if I didn't go to the party, I still would have been a part of. But yeah, I guess there was just a doubt in my mind um, because of the kind of changing social circles around me this time last year that I was like, oh, I got to go, I got to go and, and be with all my friends to like make sure that they're still my friends, you know? And it just felt like work. Um, and so this year, and also last year at 3 p.m. on the day of like New Year's Eve on the 31st, there were a few cases in Melbourne. And so from 30 people allowed in houses, the limit was halved down to 15. And it just completely fucking ruined the fucking day. It was so shit. And the party, you know, I, I ended up just being bad. Like everyone was in a bad mood and it wasn't what we had wanted to do. And um, it was a bad night. And this year, you know, m- me and my girlfriend aren't together, me and my ex aren't together anymore. But like this, the party was still happening. But I kind of had this thought in my head of like, oh, I wanted to do this thing last year and not go to the party. So maybe this year I shouldn't go to the party. And then I also had the memory of how bad the party was. And that was all telling me like, it was just me living in, in the last year. Again, I was still like not in the moment. I was like, okay, maybe now this year I'll do what I wanted to do last year, which is not go to the party. But like, you know, I don't have a girlfriend this year. So... I was just kind of planning on walking around by myself, which I didn't actually want to do, but I think I was just, I felt guilty for not doing the thing last year. So I was like, maybe I'll try and do it this year, but the situation's changed. So all this kind of led up to the day of New Year's. I was like, maybe I don't want to go to a party. Maybe I want to be by myself. 
maybe I want to consolidate this feeling of like of assuredness that I'm having lately about being alone and and just enjoying my time um and also maybe I want to avoid the shitty situation that was the party last year and then I went and did a gig and and a bunch of friends were there a bunch of comics and I was like what am I doing why am I I want to be around my friends I like them you know I I feel warm and 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 accepted when I'm with them why would I deny myself that just because I didn't do why would I deny myself what I want right now out of guilt for denying myself what I wanted in the moment last year why would I do it again I was about to repeat the same mistake as what I did last year and thankfully I didn't I was just I I managed to kind of see through it and go you know what I'm going to the fucking party it's going to be great and it was fantastic there with a bunch of friends there wasn't a lot of pressure on new years but we talked about you know how our lives have been going and caught up with some people and um yeah just it was it was one of the best new years i've had and i did what i meant to do which was just to not worry about where i was going to be and make deci- i made decisions based on how i was feeling in that moment i feel very proud of that oh, and then new year's day i'll say this on the podcast now just because oh i mean yeah there's no way my housemate would listen to my podcast if if uh my housemate whose birthday it was recently is listening to this turn it off but you won't turn it off if you're listening i'm going to reveal <laughs> me and my housemates got my other housemate a birthday present and it's a pot <laughs> I mean, there's no way she would listen to this, you know. Um, but yeah, we got her a pot, um, like a you know, like a terracotta pot, and we painted it white, and then we've um, split it into thirds, and each of us is doing a design on our corresponding third of the pot. So <clears throat> I'll take photos of it and put it up on the Instagram after we give it to her. Um, but so the theme of the pot is cool shit, right? Just cool stuff. So my third, I've done, we've like painted on because one of my housemates has a bunch of paints because she's an artist. They are an artist. Sorry. So uh, one of the thirds is, uh, my third is a knife, like a dagger with uh, fire, like flames behind it. And then to <laughs> and then to the left in bubble writing the words big fuck and fuck is spelled with just f u c b i g f u c. That's mine. Uh, and then uh, one of my housemates has done uh, a gun, but it's like a water pistol with uh, a little flag coming out the end. And I can't remember what the flag says. The little, you know, when you like do a gun and it's like bang but then just a flag comes out the end and there's like a little message on the flag so that's what they've done and then my other housemate he's done something in german uh and it means like i would rather die than live in shame (laughs) or something like that i would rather die than live in fuck i can't remember exactly the translation (laughs) it's so funny oh yeah it's basically like a german death before dishonor something like that 
I would rather die than live in shame. That's the title for this week's podcast. I would rather die than live in shame. <laughs> and then just like to have all of those hectic things on a terracotta pot. And then you've just got a nice house plant growing out of it. I mean, it's so funny. And it was not my idea. It was one of the other guy's ideas. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a fantastic birthday present. My housemate got me, the housemate who we're getting this gift for, I got them all, I got them all, um, I went to uh, readings and I got them all books for Christmas. And, uh, and then my housemate got me the vinyl of my favourite album, Kingdoms in Colour by Marabou State and I opened it when I got home and I fucking squealed, man. I was so excited. It's my favourite album. Oh, and actually, all right, here's some comedy things. So what I wanted to talk about with the shows, I've been thinking about promotion a bit. I've got, <clears throat> here's a couple of ideas. First of all, with these shows, the way that I'm promoting it is I'm putting the tickets up for like 12 bucks, but then giving them all away on Ozbargan. That's not really, that's whatever. That's how I'm promoting the shows. But to let you in as a little insight, if you want to come to one of these um, these trials, basically I'm, I know that when people book free tickets, half of them don't show up. So I am exp- like, like for the one at the Grace Darling, I've, I've allowed a hundred people to book tickets and the room's capacity is like 60. So I'm fully expecting half of those people to just straight up not show. And I think that's a pretty reasonable expectation to be honest. Uh, I'm hoping they don't show because if they do show all of them, I'm fucked because I've way overbooked it, you know? Um, and then with the noble experiment, I'll probably do the same. I got to ask them what the capacity for the room is, but yeah. So, um, I've had this idea and I think this is going to be so fucking cool. And tell me what you think of this, because this is a, I'm the, I'm asking for you guys' help here. If you think this is a cool idea, and if you have any kind of solutions for the problems posed by the idea. Basically, my housemate last night was telling me they went to a pub, and there was like a group of like four pubs, and they all had a magnet or a sticker or something. And each time you go to one of the pubs you get one of the, you get the sticker, I think it was magnets, you get the magnet for that pub. And if you get all four, they match up like a jigsaw to make a whole complete picture. So they kind of stand alone by themselves, but they also go together. And if you get all four, then it's like a picture. And it encourages you to go to all four pubs and it's exciting, it's fun, whatever. So... I had the idea to get three friends together, three comics, and do that this year for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. So if someone goes to our show, they get a a magnet to go on their fridge. And if they get all four magnets, it's like they come to one of our shows and then they are incentivized to go to the other three shows. So it's cross-promoting all four of our shows and... um, if they get all four magnets, they all match up. So I've, I've got an artist in mind, Jason Parker. Go on Instagram, Jason Parker Art, all one word. Um, check out this guy's art. He's the guy who did the throw that I have in my room that's of the sunflower life cycle thing. It's beautiful. I just love his work, man. It's so fucking cool. 
and I've been looking for an excuse to use him for a while. And um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to try and make this happen for Comedy Festival this year. Get, I've got the comics who I want it to be. I've got them in mind, just like friends. I'm not going to announce it yet. But um, I reckon we're all, everyone feels like they're fairly keen. Um, and look, if some people can't do it, whatever, I'll, f- I'm going to, I'm going to fucking make this happen. Cause I think it's the coolest idea. It's basically like a little comedy crawl for the comedy festival. Like, a you know, you've got to go see all four shows to get all four magnets and then people will post about that and they'll share it. And it's going to be so fucking cool. And I just, but when I got my kingdoms in color, when I, when I opened the album and I, I opened it up last night and put it on. And just like the album artwork looks so cool, but then you get the inside bit, like the the sleeve that the actual record sits in that you pull out from the from the whatever, and it's just like this beautiful design. It's like it's like flowers and it's bright and it's kind of hidden. It's like a little secret, and it's just so beautiful. And I I saw that and I was struck by it and I was so excited and I just thought, why the fuck am I not? putting out stuff like this why is why isn't everything i do cool like in the way this is you know because i thought like oh wouldn't it be cool if i could one day get a vinyl done and then it was like well i don't need to wait to have someone get a vinyl pressed for me i can just fucking do something cool now so yeah i want to make this happen and i want to get a bunch of people excited about this and having a cool thing when they come to my show and get some friends involved and promote all of our shows because it's such a great way like if so here are the problems that have that have kind of posed by it is the main thing is you don't want to give people too much stuff like maybe they need maybe each magnet comes with like a little business card or like just a little card so they can see how they fit together or something because the problem is if they come to one show how do they know then what the other three shows are so maybe it needs to come with a little piece of paper that's like a key you know so it's like here's the first one and it's like congratulations you've got the first of the fucking whatever it's called yeah it comes with a little piece of paper explaining the quest and it's like if you want to complete this come to the other come to the other fucking um three shows and get their magnets as well and uh and then and then you know you'll complete the set and then upload it to Instagram and tell your friends and brag that you saw all the best stuff like it's just so cool it's just a, such a cool thing i just want to do cool stuff i want to get this designed yeah, yeah, that that solves the problem. The problem that I had in my head was um, if I if they come, say for example, to my show. So um, one of the guys that I was talking to about it said like, so if there's four panels, say I'm top left and he's top right, maybe my panel is like my face, and then with his name in the top right and an arrow pointing across, so they know that that's like just over there, you know. Um, so that could be one way to do it, but then. 
that kind of means if there was no little piece of paper to go with it, if it was just the magnet, they wouldn't know who the other two shows are. They'd need to go to his show to find the next one. So you kind of have to do it in order. But what if one of our shows for some reason is like selling really well or whatever and they just can't get to it and then they're stuck. They don't know who the next person is. So, yeah, I don't really want to do it like that. Um, but it would be cool to have it so that they do stand alone but they also are clearly incomplete by themselves. It's like a cool thing by itself, but if it's only by itself, then, you know, it's like, it's not done. Um, I don't know. I'm excited about this idea, man. I want to make it happen. I feel like the other guys aren't quite as excited about it as I am, but I'm going to be the fucking force behind making this happen. And I just want it to be cool. Anyway, I think that's it for the podcast. I don't know if I've got heaps more to talk about. Let me have another sip of tea here. He's finished his tea. Yeah, if you're in Melbourne and you want to come and check out my new show, I'm working it out. It's not done yet, but that's why I'm giving away the tickets for free. Tomorrow night's full. Friday night at the Noble Experiment. Message me on Instagram. Follow the podcast Instagram at sitting under podcast. And then, I mean, message me there or just message me on my personal Aiden Jones comedy if you want. Um, I was going to talk about TikTok, but I kind of don't want to. Oh, maybe I'll talk about TikTok next week. I've already fucking... I've already talked enough. Yeah, yeah, I think I have. And I just don't want to... I've got a lot of fucking shittiness to get out about TikTok, but maybe I've got to sit on it and let it ferment for another week. Uh, but if you want to come to that show at the Noble Experiment on Friday at 7, I'll be putting tickets up soon. So yeah, message me on Instagram for some free tickets. And other than that, man, Happy New Year to all of you guys. I hope you got some good... Oh, actually, here's something f that I can fucking end on. I saw on some podcast, this guy has like a little method for the... Um, and you know what? Maybe I'll fucking... You know what? I'm going to do something very unprofessional and put the mic down. Yeah, we're back. Um, <laughs> so I saw this guy on a podcast do something that was like, rather than set a New Year's resolution, why not go back through the year that you just had and remember all of the good shit that you did and all the bad shit that you did. Like go through your diary and go through your journals and anything you've got and uh, have a good and a bad column on a piece of paper and the things that made you feel good, put in the good and the things that made you feel bad, you put in the bad. And then at the end, hopefully you can see some patterns and, uh, and get rid of the bad stuff and do more of the good stuff. And it's not just to avoid the things that make you feel bad, but it's also to make sure that you find time in your life to put things that make you feel good. Because it's easy to just try and avoid stuff that makes you feel bad. But if you don't have stuff in your... It's like trying to quit something. It's like trying to quit vaping. If you're trying to quit... If you're one of these fucking computer nerds who's obsessed with vaping and sucking a computer dick all the time, and you want to quit, you can't just avoid vaping without having anything there to take its place. If you want to quit something, you've got to find something else that you care about more than the thing that you're trying to avoid, right? So rather than just trying to avoid things that make you feel bad, it's about finding time to plan things that make you feel good. So um, here's some things that made me feel good. Uh, I was honest with my friend about getting fired from my job because I thought he would judge me. That was a good one. Um... I was playing piano made me feel good. Doing a podcast with my friends in the UK made me feel good. Walking when I was stressed out to make myself feel better made me feel good. 
Shopping for clothes, letting myself buy stuff made me feel good. Having my birthday, celebrating my birthday. I want to celebrate my birthday this year because that made me feel good last year. Taking control of my finances, making a positive decision to, to put in some work to get my finances all sorted out. Not being unfaithful to my girlfriend, making a decision when I was away, when a girl hit on me to, to end that interaction and not being unfaithful to my girlfriend that felt good i'm glad i'm proud of myself for doing that going away with my girlfriend on trips finding time to spend time with her going to therapy playing indoor soccer for an indoor soccer team going away with my girlfriend again playing dungeons and dragons speaking to a few friends about a conflict that we had directly rather than hiding away from it or pretending that it didn't exist or that it was going to get better by itself making time to see other comedians Melbourne Comedy Festival shows rather than just being obsessed with work. I mean, a lot of this is just making time to do things that aren't work. That's that's the pattern that I kind of started to see is that I spend a lot of time on work and it's easy for me to, if I have free time, just kind of absentmindedly fill it up with work because running my own business, the work is never done. But rather than do that, like I was talking to someone the other day who was saying their friend who is also, you know, runs their own business like me and they were saying their friend is in a bit of a difficult moment in their personal life and they're thinking about trying to take some time away from everything but they can't do it at this time because they've got this or that project going or whatever and I was just like, it's funny, isn't it? Because as someone who runs their own business, you are self-motivated, so it never feels like a good time, but it's never going to feel like a good time. But it's not as if, if you did, if I just didn't answer my emails for a month, like it would be bad and I'd probably lose some opportunities, but it wouldn't be the end of everything. It would be fine. It always feels like the next thing is the thing that's going to be the silver bullet or the thing that's going to be like, finally, you know, like every job feels like the job that's going to be the one to fucking push you through to the next level. This one, if I just do this, then I'll be happy. But it's never like that. Every job you do is just a job and it gets you a bit of money and a bit more acclaim, you know, and a few more people know your name, but that's it. And so if it by, by the same token, if you didn't do a few jobs, if you missed a few calls, it wouldn't be the end of the world and you wouldn't fucking lose all of those opportunities. You just lose those opportunities, but it wouldn't destroy your career in the same way that taking one job wouldn't make your career. And I think that's very helpful to remember for me when I'm thinking about taking time away from my work to spend time with my friends and do stuff that I love to just remember that like taking time away from work isn't actually the worst thing in the world. Here's some stuff that made me feel bad. New Year's Eve, which I've already spoken about. Uh, work for a friend that I didn't really want to do, but I agreed to do out of a feeling of guilt or obligation, like I had to do it. Taking work that I didn't need. Um, my subscription to The Guardian Weekly. Because <laughs> again, I felt obliged to do that. I felt like it would be the right thing to do. Like I, that's who I wanted to be as someone who read The Guardian Weekly. But when I got it, I never found time for it. Eating fatty food is something that it's probably, the, that's a huge thing that I'm going to have to grapple with this year is my relationship with food. Because I just fucking every, no, every fucking night, man. I tried to get a carbonara last night 
And then, wait, what's the creamy one with bacon as opposed to the one with seafood? I wanted to get the one with seafood and they got the order wrong on Uber Eats so the creamy one with bacon rocked up and I was just like, God damn it, man. This is what I was trying to avoid. Anyway, having a fight with my ex made me feel bad. Uh, Being disingenuous on stage made me feel bad. Being scared. Didn't make time for my ex. Tried to fit too many things in. Uh, car crash. I mean, that's just a thing that happened. That was me putting pressure on myself and stressing out and then making a bad decision in a moment. Uh, breaking up with my girlfriend made me feel bad. Uh, that's probably for the best though. Made choices based on sex. That's a good one, isn't it? Making choices based on sex rather than on things that I want in the long term. Uh, whatever. Anyway, you get the fucking idea. It was a really cool thing. Rather than just, you know, blindly trying to make decisions about my life in the future that don't really have any kind of basis in anything other than, other than I guess, I don't know, like just making a New Year's resolution is like, what is that based on? It's just what I want right now. What would you like right now? My New Year's resolution is to have a million dollars, like, or my, I don't know. New Year's resolutions are just, they're good. But this looking back thing feels more helpful. It's like make an informed resolution rather than just apropos of nothing, saying a thing that you think might be good to say. So going back through my... I spent like two hours reading through my diary and my journal from last year and uh, writing those things down. Anyway, I, that that's definitely the end of the podcast now. I feel like it should have ended fucking 15 minutes ago. Thank you guys for listening. Happy New Year to you all. And I'll talk to you next week. This has been Aiden Jones, sitting under a tree. Peace.